This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. T and Sal, it's the Brandon Tierney. Sal, the Cotter Show, 877-337-6666 is the number. Back to you calls here in a bit. Uh, obviously, the, the uh, I mean, the Jets situation and, of course, the uh, the hot stove with the real pursuit of Soto and Yamamoto for um, for both the Yanks and the Mets. And it should be a very fun, revealing week out there in Tennessee as things creep in and pop up. Uh, we'll obviously keep hammering them here. It, it, it's such an important offseason for both of these teams, but... Yeah, let's face it, Giants didn't play yesterday, had a bye. And, you know, we'll jump back into the Giants season with tepid interest. I mean, they're not going to the playoffs. You got to play the Eagles twice. But I did say to Sal before, the only thing that I really, and this includes the Jets, unless they put Zach back in, then I just want to see once and for all, you know, if he could have a few good games. The only thing to really latch on to any football story, independent of fandom, is Tommy DeVito the rest of the way. But if you say, and you have, that it's more important for the Giants to win games because of culture, and obviously this leads into Tyrod Taylor coming back now being, was he activated or just back at that window? The, the same thing with Rodgers, right? Meaning that they got to make a decision on him over the next 20 days or so. I would assume, though, he's going to be ready to go here at some point, some point soon. If you want to see Tommy DeVito... Don't you think, though, the better chance for the Giants to win games is with Tyrod Taylor? I don't think that they need to the way I thought they once did. The couple of wins that they begged before the bye, there was enough stabilizing, you know what I mean, where even if they were to lo- lose out and lose some ugly ones with Philly. Um, I well, Would I, you agree that Tyrod Taylor gives them the best chance to win? It doesn't matter at this point I, because winning games is less important as it was for me three weeks ago where the Giants hadn't even shown much of an ability to compete which I thought superseded everything. Like, you can't become this. You can't go from being a great story and winning a road playoff game to the next year, everything unraveling to the point where it's utterly unrecognizable, chaotic, and disgusting, and not have a conversation about maybe making some changes, which I thought would be bad for the Giants because I really do like the two men in charge. And I believe, more importantly, I believe in them, in right. Shaden Dable. So if Tyrod Taylor was younger or a potential piece of the future. That's one thing. He's, he's not con- going to be his here. His contract's up. Right. He's in his mid thirties. He's a great. He's a great pro. You know, in terms of you know being ready and keeping himself ready, and his teammates have always revered him. He's not going to be a giant next season. It's Tommy's turn. And we don't even know definitively if he's in fact better than Tommy DeVito right now. 
Like I, I, I know Tyrod is the more experienced pro, and I think you could certainly make a case that if you wanted to win games and that was your be all end all priority, why you would maybe side with Tyrod Taylor. But Tommy DeVito, the way that he's been throwing the football over the last couple of weeks, has been impressive. Now I know the Giants haven't moved the football, but you know or scored a ton of points, but he's made some some pretty good throws. So I think that there is a case to be made for for Tyrod Taylor certainly, but. I think you could, even if you said all things equal, maybe you side with Tommy DeVito, giving them the best chance to win. Now, listen, you roll out Tommy here the next two games. Let's just say if it really takes a, an ugly turn and you just want to kind of fortify the final thing, you go, you go to Tyrod at that point. But there's no way I'm proactively taking the hand, the, the ball out of Tommy's hands now to give it to a guy who's not a piece of the future. And if they, well, but maybe they look at, move. but maybe they look at Tommy DeVito as a guy who's not a part of the future. Yeah, I, I remember mean, Joe if, Shane's comments a week ago. Yeah, a little noncommittal. Uh, yeah, but if if nothing else, you collect some more evidence to cement your decision. Like I, I don't believe that they think that Tommy DeVito is not a part of the future. I don't mean that they're saying he's going to be the starter uh, forever, but I do think that they view him as more viable than ever. Maybe he's a backup. So, but if you're not sure. You get some more information. You get a couple of more games on film. They mean nothing. You see what happens. 877-337-6666. Andy is in Madison with BT and Sound on the Fan. What's up, Andy? Yeah, how you guys doing? What's up, Andy? So I'm going to take issue with this. You got to, if if Taylor can start, you got to start him. How come? Because number one, we already proved something with DeVito. Somewhere, somehow, this kid gets a roster spot. Good for him. He wants to play professional ball. Someone's going to take him. We already know that, and that's all he is, right? How do you but know? If you're, if, Hold on a second, huh? Andy. Hey, how do you know? I think he's good enough to be on the roster. Maybe no, but I'm third. saying, but when you say that's all he is, how do you know? You might be probably right, but how do you know? Dude, dude if you don't think Taylor, with all his experience, is a better quarterback, at, okay. And he's, that's not what used I said. Come, hold on. Who used to come in off the bench, all right? I want to say something. If you're in that, If you're in that locker room, and you're the coach, and you're the players, and you're going to suit up and go to war on that Sunday – I'll tell you what you want to go into battle with. The best guy is going to give you a chance to win that day, and there's only one exception. If the young quarterback's 22-23, and hey, this may be our future. DeVito's not it. Great story. Well, He's not yeah, it. No, I, I got you. And listen, we're probably both a little right here, but I also think that there's something to be said for these guys coming out of a tunnel with the with, with the Italian jersey hero. All of a sudden, everybody behind. Like, you saw Saquon on the, on the bench calling him Tommy Cutlets. Like, I feel like this team... Listen, who knows where it goes? I'm not, uh, well, how do you definitively how do you definitively say right now that Tyrod Taylor is better than Devito? Like, well, I didn't say that. No, no. Say that. Well, that's what I'm saying to him. But I think the Tyrod is better. Me, me he's too. He's just more polished. Me, he's, you know, fine. He's, I think you. Good. I think you can make that case. I don't think you could say it definitively. Like the Giants, no matter who's been the quarterback this year, they haven't scored a lot of points, and it to me has progressively gotten better from Jones. To Tyrod. Yeah, that's true. To DeVito. That's true. It has gotten progressively better. I agree with that. Now, again, you may see 10 points and be like, well, how are you going to say he's better? Well, I-, I think he's done better things than Tyrod did, just like I thought Tyrod did better things than Daniel Jones did. Does it mean that Tyrod is better than Jones? No, not necessarily. Does DeVito, is he better than Tyrod? No, not necessarily, but I, I don't think there's a clear-cut decision here. One's a vet. One's a young guy off the street. I'm going to roll with the guy off the street that's been making some sick throws. I just think you ride the wave of of energy and momentum. He's not, listen, not Plus, just... I don't care about the wins at this point. You do. That's No, no, I did. I don't care about him as much. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I need to see a couple of wins. Like, I couldn't see. I thought there was point. I thought the Giants were going to finish like 3-14. and 14. Right. I really did. Or 2-15. and 15. Let's see. You think they're going to win another game here? No matter who the quarterback mm. is. 
Uh, Packers all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, Packers can kick their ass. Yeah, Greenberg. Packers are tough. legit. Yeah, they look very good. Uh, I Eagles thought they were twice. good early. Yeah, right. Eagles twice. Who else we have in there? Rams. Rams are not a pushover. And in, uh, Rams have been very good themselves. I know, I know. And in New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, not I'll, give it, I'll give them another win. Packers Monday night yep. at New Orleans, at Philadelphia, home against the Rams, home against the Eagles. I'll give them another win. And by the way, the way the NFL goes, would it stun you if Monday night turned into the Tommy DeVito national show? Dude. Would the, it surprise you? The pa- not if we haven't seen what we've seen from the Packers the last two weeks. They beat the hell out of the Lions on Thanksgiving, and then they just beat up the Chiefs last night. Yeah, they did. Maybe they, they, maybe they take the Giants for granted. Level. Maybe they take the Giants for granted. Maybe. You know, but listen, you know the way the league. I know. It, I get it takes it. one score by the team that's supposed right, to get to smoked early everything. to change the entire right. game. How many times that happened when you bet? The team that's inferior, they feel like there's oh, no way it could happen. Nuts, and I, everything changes. What I will say, and I'm looking forward to having Costas on on Thursday. I want to ask him this directly because I saw some of the numbers about the favorites been winning. Dude. It feels like the favorites are winning all the time. That's why I'm getting uh, taking a beating here because yeah. I usually bet the underdog. I like taking take the, points the points too. Generally. A lot of times I do. In the last few weeks, it yeah. has been quite the opposite. Obviously, it depends on who you take. But I mean, a lot of times here, these favorites are winning. Yeah, I mean, you stay cold. I'm going to give you these roses. Yeah, you, you, your right. gambling funeral's coming up here, You're buddy. You're not kidding. I yeah, need a it. Chilly in here from up I need help. I'm going to give Carter a call soon. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm not on. kidding. No, dude. That's I was listening it. to a show on Saturday. Well, are you serious? You think like you can't stop? Like no, you feel like I, you no, have an I, issue? I could, well. I, I mean, I know you have an issue because you're losing, but do you feel like, in all seriousness, you have an issue like, a, do you enjoy question. the games without betting? Not as much. Yeah, no, I mean, that's an honest answer. I get it. And do you? Does Does anybody? Not. It's always fun. It's always more It's always more fun betting. And I think even if you get in a spot where you're, you you move on and you can't gamble because it's not good for you. Uh-huh. I still think you watch it with a gambler mindset. Like, oh, I would have either taken this team or, of course, that happens there in that spot. Yep. I've been fortunate to where I can control it to a certain extent, but I am undisciplined and at times reckless. Mm-hmm. And everybody chases to a certain extent. I don't even think I'm doing that. It's just... Yeah, I don't know if I could ever live without it completely. You could listen. There was a time where I remember when I when I quit dipping, right? And mm-hmm. if you've ever dipped, it's it's so much it's so much more potent than a cigar. It's like right in your bloodstream. It was all through baseball, obviously, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to dip on the air when I first started doing shows. Really, I did. I mean, I was it gives you like a buzz. No, I didn't do it for a buzz. I just did it from playing ball, and but then I just get used like, to it. What does it do? It's not a buzz as much as it is just. Um, it's tough to describe. A general sense of. Not even comfort. I, I really can't. It's, you're not high. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've never buzzed. done it. When you first do it, you get buzzed. And that's not even why I did it. But if you told me, and I remember I was actually playing golf. I'm forgetting the name of the course. Uh, up at Foxwoods, there's a beautiful course. Not cheap at all. I don't, what's the name of it? I probably lost 13 right. balls that day. I actually had my last dip there. I, okay. I was with a couple of guys I played with. I fired it in the weeds. I'm like, I'm done. And I, and I quit. And I haven't had one Interesting. since. Interesting. Okay. And if you told me that day... That I would be, I would have to go the rest of my life without dipping. I would not have, I would not have thought I would be able to do it. Right, especially now that I'm on a baseball field every day again with my son. Well, I was going to say for what we do, it's hard. And a few of the guys that I coach would dip. Yeah, I, I could do it. I will say, I don't think gambling is the problem. I think it's 
how I gamble, that's the problem. Like yeah, the amount, I can see that too. Like if, I'm betting, that. if I'm betting 10 or 20 bucks. That's no fun, though. Who bets 10 bucks? Well, some, like people, some people do. do. That's and, true. and they have fun with it. And, and that's smart. To me, that's responsible gaming. Yeah. For me, at times. You're looking for the, you're looking for the kill. I know. Trying to buy a house? Exactly. <laughs> Tell my wife about budgets. Meanwhile, I'm uh, throwing these teasers. Each week, the budgets go down. <laughs> Pretty soon, you have no windows. Uh, 877-337-6666. Just to complete that thought, my, you know, the, the advice that I had for Sal, we were talking about this during the break, in all seriousness, we were. Right. I'm like, dude, just start betting some other sports. I know. In all seriousness. Like, listen, if I thought it was really bad as your friend, forget mm-hmm. about it, I would say, I would talk to you off the air and say, stop. Right. I, I think I would, I'm okay. I would but, really yeah. have a talk with you, right? But... Or at least try to. I'm not saying you'd listen, but I would really, I would try to connect with you and say, dude, it's not worth it. But just dabble in the NBA. Oh, you can God. find out who's who's willing to mail it in, which teams don't play defense, team totals, over-unders. No, it's it's no, more predictable no than in the NFL. You think so? Definitely. My my question would be, do you think that you stay true to your beliefs as far as like saying, I bet the underdogs are taking the points, and that at some point it's going to turn around? Or do you change course and say this is how it's been going? I listen, my you know what gen- I, mean? I, I know exactly what you mean. My general betting philosophy is that's why I'm not a fan of parlays or teasers. Right. The more things you incorporate into a single the bet, the less likely you're gonna hit. That's it. Right. I understand when you hit enter and you see, oh, you know, a chance to win right. seven hundred and twenty seven dollars. Yeah. I get it. Right. How many times you win it? I know. You're right. Well, but if you bet three or four games a week for whatever denomination is relative, you know, what you make right. and what you're comfortable losing, because you probably will, let's say 150 bucks a game. Pick three or four games or or two fifty. Take three or four games you really like and don't connect them. I think so you bet three bet four games, you're gonna win you're gonna win one by accident. You're probably gonna stumble on two. And the week that you don't win three or you don't get crushed. I think you just nailed it. That's where I've been getting myself in trouble is that I'm losing with parlays and teasers oh, man. as opposed to the one off game. That's too yeah. I never get yeah. involved in that. I'm not saying I've I never like done it, it but fun. it's just I, I love doing it for the fun and the chase, but you're right. I think that's what I need to do. Simplify. How Thank about uh, how about uh, Adam and Sal? Jersey, Adam, what's happening, buddy? BT and Sal, how are you? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? What's up, Adam? Great Good. show as always. You guys are awesome, man. Listen, I'm, I'm going to try to keep my cool here, BT. I don't know how you are. I'm so tired of this garbage. I'm sorry. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers says. They all have to go. Joe Douglas committed malpractice not getting backup quarterbacks that are legitimate. Rob Sala is a cheerleader who watches on the sideline. Have you guys seen him go talk or yell at anybody? Anybody? Nope. One person? The official. Not once. The offensive coordinator is throwing you-know-what against the wall, hoping it sticks. There's no game plan. I'm a freaking semi-pro arena coach who could prepare for this offense in one day. It's brutal. I can't watch it no more. It's driving me nuts. I sat there watching this game against the Falcons saying, oh, first down, they're going to do this. Oh, second down, they're going to do this. Oh, here comes the bad pass. Oh, here comes the sack. I mean... Uh, these coaches probably laugh at them. They probably sit in their room watching film saying, look at these clowns. This is hysterical. <laughs> oh, shit. It's brutal, man. I can't do it no more. I'm out of my mind. I'm going to watch this team go 4-13, and right? Blow another draft pick. And then if Aaron Rodgers says, I don't like you draft the quarterback, you're not going to do it? No way. Tell Aaron, hey, man, listen, if Woody has a pair, right? And I'm not so sure he does. But if he has a pair, he goes to Aaron when this is over and says, listen, dude, I'm cleaning the house. I want you here. You can stay. But everyone else is going. I'm getting rid of them all. And if you can't deal with that, then we'll move you. I can't do it no more. They stink. 
from top to bottom. Joe Douglas down. No more excuses. I'm sorry. I had to get off my chest. You're right, right, man. That's a good – Adam, you are right. Adam is all of us. That's who he is. (laughs) He's He's all all of us. He's all of us. He embodies everything that we're thinking and feeling. He's right. I mean, if they lose every game, the re- and I know this probably I don't even know what the spread is. I don't care. Do you think they will? I wanted to go over that with you. I'm just looking at the schedule now. I think there's a chance that they squeeze one out like, again. No, I'm not talking playoffs. Please don't misunderstand no, no. me. Can they beat the Commanders? Yeah, maybe. Well, based on what, though? Like, I don't know. Like, They're not beating was, the Dolphins, I'll tell you that, down this there. Was, yeah, this was officially, like, obviously the Chargers bad, Raiders bad, Bills, Dolphins, Spank. Like, They're not your, beating the Texans. This was your last chance, and shame on anybody who actually believed that it was going to get turned around, but this was the last chance of any hope. Instead of, though, looking at, like, what the Jets actually are, it was more like, ah, I think they're going to get it turned around. Mm-hmm. They've proven now who they are. How, like, how are they going to beat the Texans? How would they beat Miami? Washington. That's the one that I feel like they've got a chance. Right, but even in that, like. I hear you. I hear you. They don't score. I hear you. How are they going to beat Cleveland? And New England's the one game where they could actually win because the Patriots themselves don't score. How ironic is this? This, you know, this just really hit me full circle. How ironic is it that this is going to actually happen? I could just see it coming a mile away. As we are desperate to end this Patriot losing streak, based on draft stuff. You're going to help them out. The one game that we don't want to beat them, or that we do, yeah, that we don't, we do. Right. Like, 15 straight losses, just in his web, in 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 the palm of his hand, him laughing at us. You wanted to win every one of those games. Every one, with every fiber and being in my body. And now, in all probability... The season finale, you know, here we are. Okay, I don't want to win because if we do, we will get this choice versus that, and they'll win. They're gonna if you beat them, they're gonna have a higher pick. You're gonna have a lower pick. I'm more concerned about us with the lower one than yeah. even them with the higher. But yes, it will be a double whammy because we would hurt ourselves and really, truly, directly help them. Now the question is: Does Belichick? It's amazing. Does he hate the Jets so much to throw it? Yeah, and especially <laughs> well, not throw it, but to. To go try to beat the Jets on his way out. You know, and maybe backhanded stick it to Kraft That's too, what I mean. you know, like, and not get not, them that second pick or whatever If he's not going to be there, if he's not going to be there, he's going to coach his ass off mm. trying to win a game, especially against the Jets. See, here's the thing. I mean, it's a really good question. He could even, I don't think, I think he would be true to the game in terms of integrity. I do, whatever that is, like to, to his franchise. I, I choose to believe that. You never know with him, but I choose to believe that. But his team is so bad. I don't know that he's even his coaching is not able to manipulate what happens. I don't know about that, though. It's bad. I mean, they held the Chargers to six points yesterday. I know. So what do you think the Jets are going to score? Freezing goal, final week. And they might win that game. Pats can win that game 3-0. 6-3. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe this has happened. (laughs) I can't. Man, I really tried this year. I'm sorry, Jet fans. I, I tried to will us through this. I tried. Don't worry. We'll have the last rights coming up. Coming up later, 140. Okay, Father Licata presiding over the uh, the cast. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. All right, today's Call of the Day brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. Chris and Belmar. Chris is on The Fan with BT and Sal. What's happening, Chris? Hey, morning, fellas. How are you? All right, Chris. Morning, Chris. Doing, buddy? BT, this is, uh, this is for you. Um, you came on today and you sounded a little, you know, a little down and a little uh, apologetic. And I just wanted to tell you, don't apologize to anybody. Don't be down. You gave a lot of people hope this uh, up to now, mm. um, including myself and my son. We were at game one. When we walked out of there, it was like walking out of a funeral. And the next day, you gave the unkillable speech. And I recorded that on the Odyssey app. And I played it for my son that night. And I said, listen to this. I said, we're not giving up. Uh-huh. And that really pumped us up, gave us a lot of hope week after week after week. And, yeah, it's over now, but I just wanted to thank you for, uh, you know, standing strong and uh, not yeah. wavering. And, you know, it, 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 that meant a lot. And uh, How old your son, you know, Chris? All, Chris, th- how old your son? He's 16. He's that's a diehard awesome, Jet dude. fan from day one. Mm, that's awesome. I thank you, BT, my, for showing yeah. them the way. <laughs> yeah. Of course, there's a little snide comment. 16 <laughs> years old, the next generation of Jet fans who will never win anything. Yeah. Thank you for showing them the way. <laughs> I appreciate that, Chris. Thank you. Of course, my jerk partner's got to make a mockery of no. it, but I know what you mean, Chris. No, I got, I, we connected, Chris. I'll, I got you. I'm glad you did that. I don't know what we would have talked about. We both couldn't be burying the Jets from week one on, so I'm glad <laughs> that you went that way. That's true. Carmine's in plain view on the fan with BT and South. Carmine, what's going on? Hey, guys. Love the show. Love hearing from you. I have two things. Do you love it enough to get off the speakerphone? Yeah. Come on, bud. Get out Make of the shower. Happen. Go get we we love you too. Make it happen. He's gonna hang you, up on you. You gotta soon. get to the phone. Clock is ticking. Howie, there we go. Howie, uh, not, Howie. A, not give a little bit better. Can you actually just pick up the phone and talk into it like a real human being? Well, I'm not on the phone. There we go. There we go. Thank you. We've done it, okay. Carmine. Thank you. Okay. Two things. What is any truth to this rumor that no professional head coach in the NFL wants to work with the Jets because they're a toxic organization. And I heard Frank Reich say this on a hot mic. Number two, you guys keep going. Jets, quarterback, quarterback. You could have the best quarterback. You don't have an offensive line. Rodgers is going to get killed and anybody else you put behind there. So I don't understand it. We need an offensive line. What do you say? Well, I mean, listen, he he's tried. He hasn't been nearly as successful, thanks, Carmine, as he needs to be. Elijah Vera Tucker was a great draft pick. He's injury prone. That's not Joe's fault. Makai Becton was an all-world talent who played very well his first year, got hurt, out of shape. Now, you could say that projectability from his body, uh, maybe Douglas could have steered away from that. There was other guys to pick. Uh, he's tried. Uh, now he hasn't succeeded. Uh, we've tried to do a lot of things. You either get it done or you don't. I, I get it. We're not handing out little stars on your on your on your right. lapel for trying. It's your job, literally your job to try, but it's more importantly your job to succeed. But um, I think that the lack of offensive line was made much worse without competent quarterback play. I do think Aaron would have shielded some of that. 
I do. I I agree. I also don't buy the. Now I didn't hear this. The Frank Reich thing. Did you I didn't hear that? that the either. hot mic that's no. saying the Jets. I don't believe that the Jets are a toxic environment and nobody wants to coach here. I'm not sure why they haven't gotten the big fish, the established, no doubt about it, top guy. I mean, maybe there is some issue that we don't know about. I'm not privy to that, but they have to, when they do decide to move on from Robert Sala, whenever that is, they have to go out there and get a no doubt about it. This is the guy, experienced, successful head coach. That's what the New York Jets need, because at least then you're now eliminating you know, a, a significant part of the question. And the learning curve, too. Like, you already... Correct. Yeah, I know, You shouldn't know. be learning to be a head coach ever, in my mind. But, here. But certainly not here. I know. And with that team, with the... the like, this is not a... You, you need to have an established, experienced guy. So, yeah, obviously it's important, the offensive line and Rodgers and all that stuff, and I do think they're going to end up running it back next year. But when they make the next hire, because Robert Sala is not going to survive this one way or another, he may get this, you know... Survive this year. He's not going to survive next year. He's fifteen and thirty-one. Fifteen and thirty-one. You're not judging like if you're not judging guys based off the record. Joe Douglas, Roberts, all and what are we doing? I don't know, but Hoff's got his hand up, and he's either going to throw a shot or tell us something interesting. Yes. All right. I think this is more of an interesting thing. You tell me. From Zach Rosenblatt, this is how bad things are right now. Yeah. The Jets want to make a switch at quarterback. Team is leaning towards Zach Wilson to take over. But he is reluctant to stepping back in, as sources tell him and, and Rossini. Team is hoping he changes his mind as they continue to discuss oh, the God. next steps. Nah, it's, just, it's getting worse. Come on now. As you so, so the Jets want to go back to Zach, and Zach is saying, eh, I'm good. I got to be honest with you. I don't blame him on Me some neither. level. It looks weak, and it's, it's unprofessional. But and he on needs, some level, I don't blame him. He needs to sack up and just do no, it. He's like, got to play. But but I don't. Uh, now he it should never get public. But I could understand him being like, "You guys have jerked me around here for three years. Mm-hmm. Start, sit. This coordinator, this guy, like bench, first string, third string. You've run me ragged." And now you're gonna when everything's over, you're gonna go back to me here. Mm-hmm. I get it too. However. He needs to acknowledge that or understand that this is an opportunity. And the greatest thing anybody could give you in life is opportunity. Doesn't matter how you're getting it, right or wrong, there to blame, whatever. This is an opportunity. Forget about the Jets. Go play your ass off on the field on Sundays and show your next team that you do have it. That's the way that I would look at it. You have to take advantage of the opportunity. Well said. You know, the other thing, too, in the ultimate team sport if he really does abandon his his oh, team responsibilities, man. I don't even know how another team respects him down the road. He's got to play. Even just getting that out there, like... Yeah, where's that coming from? I mean, why would you even intimate that to anybody who covers the team? Oh, come on. Well, the call is right. Jets are toxic. Well, that, come that's, on, dude. How does that get out? That's depressing. Like, the other things... I mean, it's all that's depressing. Sad. But, yeah, no, that but is, that's, that's just... Unpro- that's... He, they, I don't they, think I've ever heard that in my life. Right. They wanted to play quarterback. Now, they shouldn't, to be fair to him, they shouldn't have handled things the way that they did, especially making him the third stringer. But he, if if this is true, and it's a big if, if they want to go back to him and he's reluctant, uh, I, that can't defend you him get anymore. No, I'm just going to say something because I've been so anti-Zach Wilson. Good for him. They've t- completely screwed him in so many different directions. 
I, he knows he's. this is not going to be a win for him regardless. Dude, we don't need your pity. Nobody's taking a dump on Zach Wilson more than you. On, you I you've know. You've been burying this guy for years. Now you can defend him. No, I, yeah, I can because, because the, the team failed him. The team failed him. You know that. Joe Douglas and Robert Sella failed. Trust me, Zach. I know. They Wilson. did. I know. They did. However, you gotta. if they ask you to play, you, you could talk to your mom about that. But ultimately, no, I'm serious. You got to play. Ultimately, you say, yes, sir. Yes, coach. I'll be ready to go. Let's go. That's, That's the right response. It's a no-brainer. You have to play. You must. Uh, Brendan's up in White Plains, BT and Sal. What's up, Brendan? How are you? Hey, guys. I was I was calling about the first-round draft pick, but that Zach Wilson thing is actually insane on so many levels. Uh, how is that going to – how does that help him in the future? It's It's – it's a terrible look for everyone involved in the organization. The thing's a mess. A, a caller a few callers back said Woody should blow it up, said tell Aaron, hey, you're sticking around, whatever. If, if, they, if they lose out, I think heads could roll, but let's assume for a second that that's not the case. Let's say they get a redo, which is kind of infuriating. Um, there's no way that they're going to take a quarterback. The seats are going to be so hot. D- Douglas will take a, you know, he'll take the big lineman from Notre Dame, or he'll take the wide receiver from Washington, or something like that, because there's, there's just no point to having a a rookie QB sit behind Rodgers. Hopefully, hopefully he would sign a, a an actual backup quarterback. But the the whole thing is starting to really unravel in a way that it, the blow it up thing is starting to make a lot of sense, and it's just getting worse by the week. Bro, th- this is as bad as it gets here. This is with with this Zach Wilson stuff. This is bad. It's actually been worse before. As as crazy as that sounds, I, I, I feel this like this is. They, I mean, the coat tight stuff was. Thing, I, but they're trying to start a quarterback. They're trying yeah, to start a quarterback. You, Thanks, buddy. They're trying to start a quarterback. He says, "He's the one to play." Maybe he can come to the Islanders game with us next Saturday. Yeah, hey, he's going to play Sunday. Come hang out with us at the suite. You know what? Uh, honestly, he doesn't even make the cut, bro. We're boy, what do you mean? He doesn't make the cut. Yeah. And not at least not on our end. Now I just want to invite him. They could on their own. We're, we're maxed out. We don't yeah, got more that's room. That's true. That's true. Especially for a third stringer who doesn't want to play and get the opportunity. <laughs> I've never heard that before. And again, it's a report. Although you know Zach is is, is I don't know him imagine, personally. Doesn't seem to be a sensationalist. I mean, he's coming. He's a journalist. I mean, imagine if the Jets actually told Zach, "We're going back to you," and he basically said, "I don't want to play." That, that's a first. Dude. That is the, a first. The equivalent would be like if right. if Spike gets someone else to fill in for us during the holidays. Right, BT? Spike get, Spike gets somebody else to fill in for us during the holidays when we're off. Okay. And then Hoff is bothered by that. And then the next time there's an opening, Spike goes, Hoff, I need you to do the middays. And you're like, eh, you know what? I'm oh, doing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a good analogy. Well, first of all, that would never happen. I don't say no to anything. That's I was going to say, well, they wouldn't ask you to probably do the middays. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, no, that, that's true. But what if this, now think about this, not conspiracy theory, but think if Zach Wilson is tight with Aaron Rodgers, maybe Aaron's like, dude, take a break. You don't need to get on the field. You don't have to prove anything no, to anybody. Rodgers could speak for himself. I, this is bad. Where is this coming from? This is Wilson's camp? No. This is either Sala or Douglas camp. I would think Sala myself. I'm trying to do the math here. Zach Wilson's camp would never let this out, right? Because it makes him obviously look bad. Mm-hmm. So somebody is leaking it saying that, hey, we tried to go back and the kid doesn't want to play. <laughs> and now that gets out. And it makes Zach look bad, but it makes the organization look awful. No, nobody looks good. So whomever planted this or not planted, but revealed this, it's it's out of self-preservation, but it's not going to do any good for them. 
Right. It, nobody's going to sit here and say, oh, that's right. You know, yeah. look at Zach. He's a wuss. He doesn't want to play. I totally absolve Robert Sala. Oh, look at Zach. He didn't even want to play. What a wimp. Ah, Hackett's the man. Like, everybody looks terrible. Whether he plays or not, everybody God. looks like they should and, be fired. And now, no matter what either the truth is or how this plays out, crazy. like, imagine Jeff fans who hate Zach to begin with, how they feel when they hear this. I will listen it's as over, much as I over. understand a part of it. I whatever, and I really like the kid. Whatever respect I still have for Zach is it, we are officially at zero point zero. That, but that's my that's exactly the point. You, if you refuse to play, you are the biggest Zach backer of all. Yep. So imagine the people who didn't like him to begin with. Oh. You read this. There's no like there is now no coming back from this. Now you can't do your, you can't do your brothers that dirty. You have to you have e, to step up for the boys in the locker room. Even you if have to. But BT even and if you should want to. Even if it's not 100% true, yeah. It's over. Like there's no way you ever now win back the good graces. Like it could come out in an hour, Zach's going to be the starting quarterback and people are going to forever latch on to yeah but he was unsure he didn't want to do it he'd have, to, actually, he'd have to openly refute that story he if, if like if that's the case he'd have to say i don't know where that came from uh, honestly 100 percent not true i'm dying to play right and I, don't, I still don't believe right. everybody will believe him but he'd probably have oh. to take that step i mean think about this a starting quarterback or a, a, a quarterback inserted back into the starting lineup having to assert his willingness to play think about that come on dude. oh my god I guess we have the funeral coming up next, Father Lakata. Yeah. Is that what we're doing here? Yeah. I uh, can't wait. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right. It is BT and Sal on The Fan. Uh, before we hand it over to Father Lakata here. Uh, as he will be burying the Jets. Uh, right now, we'll do call the number 10-866-540-WFAM. 866-540-9326. This is awesome. I mean, this is this is 100 bucks worth of stuff over at Duncan. All right? A gift card off our friends at Duncan. Football Mondays on WFAM. Runs on Duncan. So 100 bucks a gift card, stocking, gift, whatever. That is awesome. As we now return to the solemn proceedings here uh, inside of the House of Misery, the Church of Pain, the Temple of Anguish, Father Lakata, everybody. <clears throat> <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we gather here today not just to mourn the passing of a football team, but to celebrate the enduring spirit of loyalty and unwavering dedication. We are unkillable! The New York Jets weren't just a football team. They were a symbol of hope resilience, and the undying loyalty of their fans. Stop walking around work like a loser! Through victories and defeats, they became a binding thread in the fabric of our lives, bringing us together in triumphs. Touchdown! Touchdown! The Jets have won! The Jets have won! And consoling us in moments of despair. Deal with the quarterback real quick, concerned with his Achilles. MRI is probably going to confirm what we think is already going to happen, so prayers tonight, but it's not good. Yes, they face challenges, countless defeats, uncertain seasons, and a seemingly endless quest for success. But in the hearts of their fans, they remained an emblem of resilience and the enduring pursuit of greatness. 
Tim Boyle throws the hell out of it, like spins it hard. Mm. If that stumbles, Tim Boyle? Timmy Boyle's show might might be interesting. Your legacy lives on in the hearts of your loyal fans, forever etched in the annals of football history. Throws it into the end zone to a lot of traffic, and there's a pick on the other side. And coming back from the end zone is Holland. Can you believe this? As we mourn their departure, let us also cherish their moments. They gifted us and carry forward the spirit of unwavering support, resilience, and hope. Values that define the essence of the New York Jets. I don't know why people are trying to put an obituary under our, our team name. I think there's there's 52 other guys in the locker room plus the 16 practice squad guys that uh, that believe that we can do a hell of a lot of good things here. Rest in peace, dear Jets. You may have departed from the field, but your spirit will forever soar in the hearts of your faithful fans. This now concludes our ceremonies. In the moment, the Father of the Spirit is not the one man. <laughs> Got nothing else to say. I don't know what else I'm praying in Spanish now. I don't know what else to say. I'm holding the roses that sound. One rose is already gonna, dead. The backwards. How uh, fitting is this? Oh, one man. limp rose. Contractor Jets hat. Oh, sad. That was sad. Yeah. The music really does rattle you right to the core. <laughs> Violent. Just really tugs at the heartstrings and. Just a sobering reminder that uh, good football is not promised to anybody. How about how about Salah? Why, I don't know why he was writing the obituary. I know. Uh, here we are. That was good. Whoever Salah uh, Hoff, you wrote that. that was no, it actually had uh, Izzo had it like Izzo a, did that. A, I think it was AI generated or something. Oh, yeah, like, oh there you you go. they handed me a sheet and said to read. Buddies with bad tiki, I see. Yeah, right. With bad exactly. tiki self. It might have been a bad tiki. Maybe oh, right. Maybe bad tiki has finally infiltrated the show here. Sad, BT. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. BT and Sal on the fan. Good job on that, guys. Let's get uh, Jesse in Rockaway, New Jersey. Not out in Queens. Jess, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Just the thing that I promised myself that I wouldn't cry, and then I had to listen to that. I, so difficult. <laughs> I... Um, I just two things that are driving me nuts. Um, I've been a Jet fan my whole life, and I feel like we restart four-year plans every three years. The season ended in four plays. We all know that, regardless of what anybody said at the time, who wants to throw away their season come September. So I get it. You know, I mean, you know, no criticism for anybody who said otherwise. But the season was over. Had the Bills lost Josh Allen and we're starting Kyle Allen, would they be much better than four and eight? Probably not. Can I just interject so for a I moment, just, and I'll, I'll let you finish? They might have been if they went out and actually made a trade for somebody, which the Jets did not. So it's 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 a tough answer. You know what well, I mean? I don't think so because remember the Jets' first and second round pick was tied up under league rules. There was no trade that you're going to make week one with who the Panthers who have Andy Dalton or the Saints who well, have not, not week Clinton. one, but you know teams that are not I, good I, know that they're not good pretty early. Yeah, but they're not doing it in week one. I understand and that, but the Jets were three and, and three. Are, and if they are, and if they are, then they want a premium pick. No, Jesse, I'm talking about a third or a fourth rounder. Second in, in, round pick. No, no Jesse, you, first of all, the, the, you're not giving up a second rounder for Andy Dalton. You're giving up a fifth or a sixth rounder. Fifth rounder. The, the Jets, the the second. But I got you. My, my biggest gripe with the Jets this year is when the whole thing blew up four plays in. 
they did nothing. Th- that's my biggest issue with them. Once Rodgers goes down, figure it out. Like you were saying, figure it out. Yeah. They needed to figure out what they're – hey, we know Zach ain't it right now. We got to get a quarterback. Who is it? Is it Carson Wentz? Is it Matt Ryan? Is it Trevor Simeon? Go figure it out. Like an actual quarterback that can play in the likely event that the guy who you knew didn't have it this year wasn't going to have it. Like that's – to me, that's a fireable fence on Joe Douglas. I can't even believe, actually, BT, mm-hmm. that it played out the way that it did. I can't believe it. And maybe the worst thing was that they started to win some of those games early on. because three three. Yeah, because then they got sucked in. But it should have been even more emphasis to say, God, he's not the quarterback. If we could just go get somebody who actually is, maybe we have a shot. But you know what complicated that move? The fact that he took him second overall and he was trying to save his own behind. So preservation. Well, how'd that work out? It's dangerous. Oh, it didn't work yeah, out well. Right. You know, but I... That's why, oh man, yeah, there, there's and just I like Joe, so much but wrong. I, I like Joe a lot, too. I think Joe's a really stand-up guy. I mean, I haven't texted Joe in a while. Uh, you don't want to hear from me these days, that's for sure. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to pull Beningo and start texting yeah. Joe Douglas what they're doing wrong. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, I was, you know, I wish him well, or right. hey, can you maybe come on the show, or right. you know, what is it? Are you guys actually considering doing this, like some just to get some intel? Uh-huh. For, I'm not going to bother the guy, but as much as I really like Joe, he's not done his job the way I thought that he would. Period. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I mean, here to make things record up. Record is what it is. Yeah. Like, dude. at some point, it's got to be like, oh, well, stop it. You look at Sauce Gardner. Look at Garrett Wilson. Look at all. Like, at some point, you uh-huh. got something off? No, I just was going to see. Maybe you could text him just to see if Zach Wilson really doesn't want to play football. <laughs> well, I'm going to text. No, no. I'm going to text. I'm going to text my other guy in the building who's going to actually tell me what's going on. <laughs> the guy who told me Rodgers was targeting the 24th and all that stuff that I uh-huh. that I have. And Timmy Boyle could spin it. <laughs> but he didn't say that. I made that up. <laughs> he, he didn't say Timmy could spin it. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Tim Boyle sucks. My favorite part of the yeah, there we go. My favorite part of the football season was when we were looking, doing the show, and you looked me in the eye and said, Timmy Boyle could spin. I remember it was and a summer. Like, I remember it was like really warm. I was like September. There was like the two days after. Like two seconds after you said it. And I started laughing. You were like, what the hell did I just? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So at least in the moment, even though I was projecting this uh, this knew. unwavering yeah. fortitude and belief, I I knew. I looked you I like guess on bro. some level. <laughs> Sal's up in White Plains. Sal is on the fan. What's up, Sal? What up, guys? How you doing? All on right, that buddy. bit you just did on the fail Mary, there you should throw in the uh, "Do You Believe in Miracles" by Al Mag. Throw mm. that in there. Yeah, so. <laughs> Al Michaels. But uh, well, like what I want to talk about is what Al Michaels. I want to yeah. Yeah. I want to echo what I did on what Adam said earlier. He echoes what Jeff fans are really feeling. You know, they got a clean house. And, uh, uh, BT, I want you to get on the uh, Jim Harbaugh bandwagon yeah. right now. We gotta, uh, I have that. been we a little. We got to get Jim uh, yeah. here. We got a clean house. Yeah, but Sal, I'm going to do so. Anything that I do is going to be. But listen, there's two and ways. I got to, one more point after that. Uh, you know, make your point there. Go ahead, bud. Oh, yeah. Well, Go ahead. I'm in the uh, lose the rest of the way better draft pick camp. You know, we have to – they can't win anymore. And what's fascinating about this, if the Patriots win one more game between now and the Jets game, that's going to be the game for the second or third pick. And you know know the Jets' history will end up winning that game. And, you know, we won 15 in a row. We're going to screw our draft position. By winning that game, you know I can. Well, well Sal, that's what I was saying. I mean, for 15 straight games, I've sat there like a, I've sat there like a lunatic, and then eventually transform into a zombie, numb with another loss to the Patriots, and now. 
based on where they are, I don't even want them to win this game, and they probably will. Yeah, I'm just trying to further think, right, of course, uh, the the one time you actually want uh, them to lose. What do they lose. do with the schedule next year, Sal? Let me end, like, real quick, like, I mean, let's Rodgers is obviously going to be healthy. I mean, do you splash him all over primetime again, knowing that if no Rodgers gets hurt, this is what you got to deal with? No way, you can't do that. But you can't ignore Rodgers, nah, because be, what are you going to yeah, do? But it'll be minimized uh, in comparison to what it was. I'm just trying to think through the Zach Wilson stuff as I'm reading some more stuff about it. Like, there is a part of me, while it is weak of him, and I still think at my core, you take the opportunity, you suck it up, you take the opportunity, but you know that they aren't right for you. Meaning the Jets have done you wrong. Yep. You know that they aren't right for you, but you take the opportunity to move on. However, they have been so inept, and they have dragged him so badly. I know. That, like... I get it. Like, he part should be looking gets, at them like, it. you guys don't know what you're... You don't know your ass from your elbow. Yep. So I get that part of it, too. But it's just a bad look if your employer tells you to do something, you go freaking do it. There's people who have leverage and there's people who don't. And, you know, Zach Wilson doesn't have any at this point. Because right now, all he is is a failed second overall bust of the highest degree. Right or wrong. And we can can assign, as we have, many different levels of culpability, which on a lot of levels almost exonerate him fully. The way the Jets have butchered this. But at the end of the day... He's done nothing as a professional quarterback. Nothing sustainable. A little flash here, a little flash there. So he's got to prove to other teams that, you know, he's coachable, he's committed to the sport, and that he's all in. And by sitting out the final couple of games, I mean, or saying no when they want you, but that's that's unprecedented. You, you, you can't do it. Right or wrong. Has However, anybody ever did, done that? I mean, I'm sure. Anybody. I mean, Marcus, Marcus Mariota quit last year, I think. Remember? With, yeah, uh, I do, but he, well, he wasn't starting. And he got benched. Yeah, well, all right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, true. Now they but want to go back was, to Zach, and he's potentially refusing. Like, I mean, the, they've yo-yoed Zach. I, I oh can understand God, not starting him, but to banish him to the third, the third spot was so unprofessional and such a microcosm of what is wrong with this pathetic franchise. Think of how stupid they are. I said it at the time. They're making a huge mistake benching Zach Wilson to begin with. Now here we are a couple weeks later. Everybody's like, oh, got to go back to Zach. Zach's the better quarterback. Yeah, obviously. Do you think Tim Boyle was going to be a good quarterback? Tim Boyle? Good God. And now Zach, dude, it's a, this is beyond, like, I can't even comprehend how awful and embarrassing this is. Come on there. Good luck. <laughs> Just when we thought they were dead. Yeah. By the way, I thought Foyle was going to be all right. No, you who, didn't. Yeah, I, I mean, first, I, they told me he could throw it. <laughs> and then he throws the Hail Mary seven yards short and six yards too. Not <laughs> high enough. Jeez. They couldn't even tell me the right stuff. They told me he could throw it. They said he could spin it. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Great start to the week. Sorry, Jet fans. We'll start getting more into the G-Med as the week goes on. Hot stove. Give me something. Give me Soto. Give me Yamamono. Yamamono. That's right. Sal's laughing now. His comeuppance is coming. His Mets are doing nothing. BT and Sal on the fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 